It's time to raise the roof for our 56th episode. We are continuing to just do this. It's crazy that we're up to 56 now. A quick shout out right now. It is, uh, of course, I'm Alex Murphy. Right, or With me right now is Bree and Gibby. Quick shout out to USF Baseball. Of course, the uh, alma mater of Gibby for winning the American Championship. I, I don't know if they call it the tournament or the chip, whatever it is. Um, a- they be- the AAC tournament. We won America. Yes, exactly. USF won America. Uh, they beat UCF today, 8-7, a close game. They were up Damn by a right. lot, and then they blew the lead. Luckily, they didn't blow the lead by that yeah, much. It actually almost blew it by a foot. The last, literally, the uh, UCF player got a double that was one foot away from being the game-tying home run. So, I'm um, kind of glad, kind of glad, you know. Lucky for you, little, that didn't happen. Ball's a little short, just a little short. UCF, it's okay. You'll lucky for you that didn't happen. We're all good. So yeah. that's the, that's the most important thing. Uh, we have a couple of things to discuss in this episode. Of course, we have to recap two different series. We have the Royal series and this two game mini series against the Phillies, of which the Rays swept. Uh, we also are going to preview the Yankee series with a special guest. So stay tuned for that later in the episode. And is that it? Anything else? I don't think there's anything else of note. Yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything else of note. So uh, let's start off with talking about. Let's let's all try to remember back to that Royal series earlier earlier this week. Uh, the Rays came in with an 11 game winning streak. Unfortunately, lost the first game of that series, and then ended up winning the next two to win the series. How did uh, we feel about that Royal series? Well, it, it was great. Um, you know, last time I came out here, I, I asked if if they would continue the win streak and. We thought the the two and the second and third games would be the more uh, likely ones that we would lose, but no, they 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 in spite of me, they lose the first game and then go on to win the the next two games. The first game, I'm kind of I'm kind of mad. Rich Hill didn't get his run support, you know. Glass now, Glass now, and, and Rich need to really have that group that that like group therapy together because. <laughs> Rich Hill just pitched a dime that whole game, and I, I felt bad for him that he, that he didn't get that W. So yeah, Rich Hill, eight innings, forty-one years old, and he has he's a- looked really good. I, I don't know if it's his last like six starts or however many starts he's looked incredible. I think the conclusion is he's just really good still. So this is true. Yeah, it's very true. Um, for me, pretty much the same thing. We saw the offense kind of die those first two games back at the Trop, and we were kind of like, oh, no, we're back at home. We can't hit. But they picked it up in the third game against, you know, Gators legend Brady Singer. Hate to see him fail the way that he did, but he'll bounce back, and the Rays got the win out of it, so that's okay. But, yeah, Rays are rolling. Rays, Rays are rolling. Absolutely. That is that is the most important thing. Yeah, I um, offense looked like crap in those first two games. Luckily, it did. Uh, mm-hmm. br- who was it? Brett got the walk-off hit in game two. Am I not mistaken in saying that? Or was yeah. it? Uh, Margo. Oh, it was right. Margo. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, Brett on my mind because it was his birthday today. So happy birthday yeah. to Brett. Brett's, uh, Brett's always on my mind. He is. Brett's a legend. Yeah. So Margo had the game-winning hit in, in game two, which... I think a lot of people were a little bit hesitant as to why they – I mean, I think we understand why they ended up pulling Glass now. He had 102 pitches through eight innings. Oh, I think yeah. a lot of people – I think a lot of people wanted him to finish the game, and I think he was more I than want, capable okay. of finishing the game. But I wanted him to finish the game, and he's more than capable of finishing the game, but there's just no need to. In that close of a game, he's already over 100 pitches. Like, I mean, even Glass now was like, yeah, like, if, if he – he could have finished that game if he didn't have a bad – eighth inning so i mean that was kind of on him very true but yeah, luckily I, I, i'm just glad he got to eight innings you know you don't gotta yeah, have like i mean that was I'm not, 
Yeah, yeah I was I was surprised he got three eight. Honestly, he looked he looked really good out there. Hill looked really good in game one. Um, I'm trying to think of who we literally just discussed who the game three guy wasn't. Oh, McClanahan, McClanahan was game three. He he looked good in game three. I know they didn't let him go. Or where? How far did they let him go? Uh, like five like and a five third innings. Room? No, that just five innings. I think. Oh, just five straight up. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. I was I was personally a little bit angry about that, but I also know I, I think he's probably he's going to end up being kind of the same pitcher as to what. Fleming is. I just wish that they would stretch both of them out a little bit more. I, I don't They're know. They're going if to give it time. Yeah, I was going to say I don't know if they've displayed enough to say like we can start stretching out more, or if. They're just kind of stuck on the five inning mark right now because they haven't seen enough to say, hey, you're better than a five inning pitcher. You can pitch further in the games, but I don't know. They'll get more. It'll all work yeah, out. Yeah. Glass now, he's going to get nine. McClanahan and Fleming are going to get more than five. It's all going to be good. I promise. It's, it's surely what I'm hoping, to be honest. It's surely what I'm hoping. But who knows as a result of that? I mean, we'll see. I also, um, when was the game where Kiermaier caught the ball in front of Meadows? Oh, don't even go there. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't remember when the game was. Because was it the first game? I don't know which game was, but I, I think it's ridiculous that anyone has a problem with it. I'm going to be straight up with you. I really do. I didn't have a problem with it. I, I think I, I think thinking about it now, I think the first time I was like, God damn it. And then, and then the second time I realized that it was Meadows in the outfield. And I'm like, yep. Yeah, no. That, I think that... I think yeah, it didn't really matter anyway because like Meadows like pulls off. Like I I feel like Meadows like purposely pu- that's why he kept running into the wall. He saw KK coming. It was just it was just the fact that he couldn't really get out of the way. If he goes left, he's gonna crash into the wall. It, the fact it, is, I do not trust Austin was. Meadows to catch that ball. I just don't like even if it looks like he was on the right trajectory. I just don't trust him to catch it. He's been right under a ball before and missed it. So. That is true. Yeah. That is true. If KK was. trusts himself to get that ball, I'm not going to say no because I trust him too. That is true. But I mean, I know, I know I got a little bit salty about it, but I think that's it because is. I have other reasons that I'm angry about KK other than that. So maybe that's it. I think the KK hatred has gotten a little bit out of hand, to be honest, with everyone, not just you. Yeah. I, well, personally speaking, I just think that. I, I think that by now, by this point, I think that they should probably, um, if they can get assets for him, they should. That's the thing. Right now, they can't. That's why he's not gone. If they could have, he would have been gone already. That's true. He's here. Yeah. He provides great defense. He's a leader in the clubhouse. Whether you think so or not, the players do look up to him. They've said so a million times. He's here and he's fine. And he's put enough into this organization where I don't think everyone should hate him to the extent that they do. Yeah, I think a lot of people just look at his value. They just they look at contracts and they look at his value, but they don't like account for the other value he brings to the team. Just like that is being, true. That is being true. the captain type and just being an overall great guy, good, good friend of the team and just one of the best or like the best defensive like outfielder out there he makes i I would just say the best honestly um he no one quite makes as many plays as he does like sure he does slip up from time to time he might be injury prone but i don't know he's 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 a valuable asset to this team i think you need one of those guys who's gonna like carry the locker room and he might get he might get paid more than and maybe a little bit like less deserving of like his contract than other guys but i feel like that's the thing with like race fans they always overanalyze the contracts and like how much a person's getting paid and i don't 
it, well, it, it's a lot of his contract a lot of his contract comes from the fact that he's been here for so long exactly like, he's 10 years that's what that's from and when he's been here he's performed like you honestly can't say he hasn't he's won a few gold gloves he's won a platinum glove like that's what he's here for and you know we don't appreciate that until we stick some guy out there like god forbid some teams have the equivalent of austin meadows as their center fielder that would be a nightmare it's gonna take something like that for race fans to appreciate what kk has done for this team all this all this time that's true that's true i didn't even think about that that way i, I need it i need to pipe down my hate a little bit you do uh for him it's, um, this was an intervention this was a good intervention yeah i was gonna say i was like a little bit like taken aback i was like oh god damn it why did i say what i said <laughs> <laughs> the first step to the first step to uh what is it the first step to recovery is admitting realizing you have a problem exactly yes admitting admitting your faults so like the long go thing all over again we're here to straighten you out yeah yeah um yeah yeah you're right about that one (laughs) i have a lot of i have a lot of wrongs i need to write i guess but with that being said let's what (laughs) i said so much much animosities yeah probably (laughs) too many to be honest um uh let's kind of transition from this and talk about the Philly series. So obviously it was only a two game series, kind of weird that started on a Saturday. Uh, Rays got the off day on, on Friday. They ended up sweeping the series. Uh, the Phillies suck. That's, yeah. that's all I wanted to say. That bullpen is like BP. Yeah. Bullpen is real bad. Alvarado <laughs> can't field. Just wanted to throw that out there. I was, I mean, it, yeah. it, it was, it was a tough play, but I mean, it was just bad. Yeah, and mean, then obviously the game today, I mean, the game today with the two throwing errors on the double with yeah, I mean, uh, Archie Bradley should have been backing that one up. So that's another, I mean, I feel like you can't get too mad about pitchers being unable to field, but like he wasn't even in the right position. So yes, that was bad. But how, how did y'all feel about the series? Uh, short, sweet, and just good games, I guess. You know, I don't know. Like I don't feel like they give us good practice against like other, other, other. I mean, it's not that it's practice; it's a regular season. It doesn't give us like a good uh, record towards or like experience building towards like a a lineup that or a, a pitching or bullpen that has like a lot of good pitchers i feel like that's what we should prepare for but you know yeah especially like, with bryce harper out yeah hey, hey wheeler out. wheeler was really good like yeah, like wheeler. that was a good test he was yeah. he was fantastic absolutely but yeah it was just a short sweet um and raise win keep continue to have this win series win streak all new streak that, baby that, let's go that, 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 we that do was, like the new streak just restart the new streak what is it five we're going for 12 four, this time four i don't know I think four. We're at we're four. At four 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 yeah four. yeah yeah but they've i mean they looked really good uh, i'll just on my quick uh two quick cents um they looked really good in the series fleming looked good today i know he got into a little bit of trouble in the six but overall he looked good I think the pitching was fine. Uh, the hitting woke up. They had timely hitting. I know game one seemed a little bit sloppy, especially towards the end. But I mean, hey, you know, a win's a win no matter how ugly it is. And obviously that eighth inning, they they got their runs in kind of an ugly way, but they got their runs in that. It is what it is. Again, same thing with the insurance runs in game two today. Zunino hit a two-run bomb, which was good to see. Uh, Phillips hit the home run on his birthday. Had another hit. Um, Happy birthday, Brett. Yeah, Brett's a legend. Happy birthday to you, Brett. Uh, I don't got anything else on it. This is a good series. Oh, yeah. It was good. Um, Also, I'm sorry, Ray's Twitter. I I made a tweet where I was like, why can't I buy the Devil Ray's Nike jerseys online? But you can actually buy them at the Ray's Republic store. You you just got to call them. There you go. So I'm sorry. Are you giving are you giving free advertisement to the Rays Republic store? Yeah, as probably. he should. The, the windbreaker that by the way, the windbreaker that Brett was wearing that video was Oof. in that Pokemon video that they made, or like the 1990 the nineteen ninety eight throwback, whenever they were kind of 
Those were nice. Those were nice. Yeah. Those that nice, jacket is spicy. Every, everyone in the sub tweets was asking, and then that's where I found um, the the Black Devil Race jerseys. So um, it's very nice. I will I say, know, I now own one. So on that, oh, look at you. On that note, because because the Rays did wear the throwbacks, how do you guys feel? I, I I posed this on the Twitter account, but like, if they went to that as a primary jersey, how would you feel about it? No, no, and you need the alternate. You need the alternate. I feel like you have to, It's like it's like when should the they Lakers, wear it more often? At least it's like when the Lakers put on the. The, the black mambas like for for kobe you know you got to win in those sure. you know like when we put on the devil rays jerseys we should we should win in them because the, you know it's they cool. didn't really win in them much before so <laughs> we got we gotta bring the swag some, out somehow but i i i just like that has nike on it now and i just think the jersey is dope i i, I felt them too they, they feel a lot better like the, the, <laughs> than the majestic ones that they sold before so very, very happy about it and also i want to see the black ones I want to see. I want to see the Black Devil Rays one because we, we, we have. To, we're on our revenge tour right now. All right, that's true. And we we gotta. You gotta keep. So they would have keep the vibe going. They 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 would have six different jerseys if they pulled that out. That would be so cool. Columbia Blue. The Phillies, the Phillies have like thirty-two what? jerseys. I swear. No, they have home away. I guess if you want to call the red one a thing, the Throwback Thursday um, Baby Blues, and then the cream. They have the that's it. No, they have the maroons too, right? That was that was one game. The Saturday Night Specials. That was one game. Okay, well, still, it was one why game. Can't we, why can't we just have one game for the Black Devil Racers? Okay, I'd be fine if we did that, but it would. Yeah, uh, why I mean, not? I mean, there's gonna. I mean, I mean, those uniform people I'm are gonna be going excited. crazy. I'm excited for the City Connect. I know we're just getting the uniforms now. I guess that's how we'll write it out. But um, the City Connect uniforms, whenever the Tampa one comes out, if that doesn't look fire, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be really mad. <laughs> I think Elijah yeah. said like 2024. So. Oh my God! Wow. I will say uh, you, might not, those, you might not even have the team by then. I will say those those Chicago ones are fantastic. Those Chicago ones are fantastic. Oh, yeah. They've been my least Outside. favorite so far. Not I like lie. them. I think what? they're fresh. It's because you're they a look... Yay fan. If you were a Yay fan, no. Listen, they look great, but they're not that different from their normal ones. It's true. Yeah, like, but I they look like the Vandy vibe, jerseys. Though. They they look like the Vandy jerseys yeah. with the with the with the stripes and the piping. I think they look great. All right, yeah. Bree, you're gonna be so disappointed whenever the Yankees ones come out because you know that oh yeah anything. Those I are can't even be believe the Yankees are doing them like honestly yeah. I can't even honestly. believe they're... Well, <laughs> I feel I like their jersey just is the city them. connect well like I, can't wait <laughs> I don't know it is what it is but do you guys have anything else on these two series before we go into a quick break before talking about the Yankee series uh, one quick thing um yeah, quick Patino thing. option today he was reinstated and he was optioned AAA so okay We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what comes of that. Hopefully, it's a, hopefully it ends up being a good thing. Um, he'll he'll be back on the major league team soon. It's more experience. That's that's a good thing. So, anything else? No, I think. All right. Well, uh, stay tuned. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk about the Yankees series with a special guest on this newest episode of Raise the Roof. And we're back on this latest episode of Raise the Roof. Uh, we are going to be talking about this upcoming Yankee series and who better to talk about that with someone who covers the Yankees, um, who is, you know, a beat writer for the team. Uh, with us today, we have Lindsay Adler, who has been um, fantastic on the Yankees beat. And uh, we can't thank her enough for, um, uh, for having her come onto the podcast. So Lindsay, thank you so much uh, for coming on. If you want to quickly tell everyone kind of, you know, your background and, and what you're currently doing right now, I kind of already spoiled it, but yeah, um, I covered the Yankees for The Athletic. I started covering them in 2018 um, over the beat 
full time in 2019, and I have just been writing it out uh, through their strange window of contention, really. <laughs> of a good way of putting it um i did want to first ask you so um obviously you covered the team in uh you know during last season's craziness of whatever the heck you know like the 2020 baseball season was how was it like for you covering the team in that in just like the weirdness of the season um i mean it's it's just hard not being able to talk to people you know like covering baseball means accepting a job knowing that you're going to write about situations where you only have maybe 15, 20% of the information that you would really need. And then you move everything to Zoom and it's just so impersonal and unnatural. And it's like, it's just hard to nest, to really get a, a good read on the situation. Um, I feel that, you know, I think people see reporters complaining about the lack of access or the, the way that Zoom works and it, you know, it comes off as very whiny, but I feel like overall baseball coverage and sports coverage has, you know, due to necessary precautions has, has suffered because it's hard to really tell the stories that a lot of fans really care about. Um, so, but, but last year it was fine because it was like the Yankee stadium press box is open air. It's very, felt very safe. Um, you know, the whole ballpark is big and pretty airy. So it was just nice to be able to actually like go somewhere other than my apartment. So it was actually really sort of a relief uh, last year, but this year I'm a little bit over the the Zoom situation. I mean, there's 15,000 people in the ballpark. Just let me at least like talk to someone one-on-one. -on -one. Um, now that I'm able to leave my house and go other places more reliably, you know, being vaccinated and the weather being nice, um, going and sitting in the press box just to sit on Zoom isn't quite as exciting as it was last year, but I would love to go to the ballpark and talk to people in person from a from a distance and then go sit in the press box so it's um you know safety precautions are safety precautions and one of my big things last year was like man like if if we talk to players in person or something and like i was the one who gave the yankees clubhouse covid like that'd be so awful so like i was just fine with any situation that helped me avoid being um new york yankees patient zero i guess so so it is what it is i guess I bet you guys are definitely uh, excited to be getting back to that firsthand kind of experience with like players just directly communicating with them. Cause yeah, through zoom, obviously it, it, like if you're just, if like players are just coming into there and like, that's the only way you can really talk to players is just like through the zoom room. And there's so much of these errors. I bet so many people are just completely done with that. So I, I definitely understand your point of view there. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's not, not just not that it's Zoom and impersonal. It's that everybody knows that it's immediately going on the television broadcast. And oh, like, yeah. so there are just things like it, you just have to sort of tailor it because you, it's hard to put people on the spot in certain ways if it's going to be on TV, because mm -hmm. you can ask difficult questions in person and be like, I don't understand this. Or like, this seems really off to me. What am I missing? And they can, you know, in person, they can think it through. They can be like, you know, actually, you know, I said this and I meant it a different way now that I think about it. Whereas on Zoom, it's like, if it's going on TV and I'm like, explain to me why you made that error. And then they just sort of, um, have to think it through in that setting it just it just doesn't really work I just don't feel like and this is a big thing amongst Yankees fans is they want real answers on some hard questions and zoom is really not conducive to that as much as I wish it could be yeah that, that New York environment can be very very brutal and curious 
curious minds. I wanted to ask about what you've seen so far with this season's Yankees team. Obviously, it's been kind of a roller coaster, it seems like, for for how they've played so far. So from your perspective, how would you kind of assess how this team has played um, through this first portion of the season? You know, their, their, their April was just, like, horrible. It was um, just truly bad. I mean, the pitching was, like, getting going. Defense was bad, and they couldn't hit. Um, and I, like, seasons are not lost in April, but, like, it was a really bad mental slump, and I, like, really wasn't sure, like, how they were going to get out of it. And then in May, they've, they've played really well, but it's, like, I've actually compared it to the Rays. Um, they're winning games by pitching well playing good defense and then putting a couple runs on the board. Like they're, they're winning and losing a lot of like three, one games, which is just weird because, you know, for the last few years, they've been a team where it's like they're winning games eight to six or whatever. And so there were like a few weeks where um, their offense was still very quiet, but they were getting the timely hits. And I was like, this is just a completely different team. Um, and then they went to Detroit this weekend and it was like the, it was like the April Yankees crept back in, you know, there were a few bad defensive plays. They couldn't hit. Um, they, they lined up their, they lined up their pitching because they're facing the Rays and the Red Sox this week. And so they were like rolling some less established pitchers out there. And so it was like, I think overall, they're a good team that hasn't gotten it together offensively. They're, they're, Pitching is much better than I thought it would be. Um, to me, the question right now is like, when things go wrong, can they keep them from turning into like a full bad weekend like they did this weekend? And also like, okay, their offense is in a bad place. Do they try to, I guess, quote, fix that? Or do they try to adapt to what they're working with, which is what it looked like to me in earlier in May when it looked like they were sort of more crazy than, than Yankees. So it's very yeah. confusing. Yeah, I was actually thinking about how similar they were, have been to the Rays so far. And I think both of both of them, the Rays are always kind of a streaky team. And the Yankees, I feel like have been like relatively consistent, like over the past few seasons, as far as just getting the offense going. Um, yeah. So what do you think that they need to like, I mean, is there anything specifically, are they just swinging at like, I don't like what is wrong with them basically? I don't really know like it's hard to sum it up because they have like you know DJ LeMayhew is hitting everything into the ground I don't get that but DJ's also like one of the last hitters I'm going to like worry yeah. about because his skill set is easy to correct but also now it's been two months Aaron Judge is playing well Gio Urshela is playing pretty well Gleyber Torres has had some really nice timely hits but he's hitting for no power Brett Gardner doesn't seem to be playing well Clint Frazier is finally getting the opportunity he wanted and it, he's not hitting well and so it's like it's hard to describe it as like one cohesive thing but the big thing to me is like they just need someone hitting freaking home runs because that's what they've done like the Yankees have not been a great like situation quote situational hitting in terms of like singles and doubles team over the last couple of years they've been good at hitting timely home runs and they're just not doing that they're like they're not ranking well across the sport in terms of in terms of power and it's giving them a much lower margin margin of error and it means that we're not seeing those like big like seven run innings that we have seen from them um and therefore like the whole thing just like looks a lot less fun like a team with like John Carlos or like Aaron Aaron Judge and, and Glaber Torres should not be kind of like I don't know stayed I guess but um they're just they just need to start crushing the ball and I don't know why they're not doing that so yeah. If someone knows, please let me, please let me know. 
Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like a couple of weeks ago with the Rays offense, to be honest. I mean, granted, that's a little more common for the Rays, of course, but I mean, like Brandon Lau is kind of like the same thing as like DJ LeMayhew. He's been kind of struggling for a few months now and we're like, what's going on? He was an MVP candidate. I think he came in eighth for voting and it's just like, okay, come on. But I mean, I, I, I personally don't expect the Yankees to be like that for much longer. And I'm kind of holding my breath for this series because I think they're going to break out just like the Rays did, to be honest with you. The Rays a couple weeks ago couldn't hit a ball to save their lives. And now they're getting all those timely hits, just like the Yankees are missing. So I think the Rays are definitely good motivation for them. I feel like they woke up kind of last time they played the Rays too, when they came Mm -hmm. to the trop and they won two two out of three. Sorry. Um, so I feel like this could be a good a good series for them to definitely come back on because I mean there's personal animosities there. I I feel like I mean th- these aren't th- these aren't those type of teams where when they're on the base pads they're like joking around and talking about war zone. Um, they're playing they're playing baseball. They they play straight up like they're not they don't joke around like the other teams. Maybe Willie Domus because you know Willie Domus jokes around with everyone, but he's gone now. So there's there's no there's no it's all business. It's all business now. Nobody has fun. The kid is gone. (laughs) Yeah, the Yankees, over the last few years, they've really tended to, like, play to their level of competition, aside from the Orioles, who they just, like, brutalized. Um, So, like, I mean, that is a totally weird thing. Like, okay, so at some point tonight, I have to sit down and write for tomorrow about, like, the Yankees completely like crapping the bed against the terrible Detroit Tigers but like I also would be zero percent surprised if they went five and two you know against the Rays and Red Sox at home this week like that wouldn't surprise me at all it, it, it wouldn't be I wouldn't be asking what happened I would just be like okay I don't I don't get it the team is inconsistent um the the Rays they get the they get the juices going I mean I'm a little bit confused about the state of the Yankees Rays quote rivalry at this point because it seems like both sides are kind of being a little bit silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel <laughs> like, that. I feel that sure. definitely for sure. Like I feel like Kevin Cash really wants there to be an issue, but like the bigger issue is that like Yankees the Yankees keep throwing out guys who are struggling with their control and it's like the the Yankees just keep getting beat by the Rays so they can't really fire back but like it seems like Kevin Cash like wants to fire it up I don't I don't know I'm like guys I feel like you guys are like kind of manufacturing this like you have to play like a really competitive like set of series and like get it going again because right now to me it looks like it looks like it looks like professional wrestling basically in terms of like a, a baseball beef so I can see I that. absolutely I can definitely see that. I didn't even think about it that way. I, I, I was curious. So so you brought up um, uh, Judge and Stan. Obviously, they're two names that a lot of Yankees fans are. I'm trying to think of the right word for it. They're, they, they're optimistic of them to be great, but they always realize that they're probably going to end up on the IL at some point because they're just large human beings who may not who their bodies are probably not designed to play baseball. So these sort of things kind of happen. But um what are you so what are you expecting out of both of them this season? Obviously, they both um, had really good stretches um, at points. And I know that Stanton just came off the IL recently. But like, wh- how would you kind of assess how they've been this season compared to previous seasons? I mean, I think the big thing is that like they're on the field, like Stanton just missed two weeks. But like that was you know, he felt an issue in his quad or whatever it was and decided to just go on the IL, take the time he needed. And like Judge, there's been some like, you know, he they've, they've rested him a couple of games. And honestly, like after covering some Judge's injuries, like most of us don't trust the Yankees when they say it's just a day-to-day thing, but it has just been like, a, you know, give him rest. So like the big thing to me is like, 
the Yankees seem to be growing a little bit more careful with how they manage those guys. And so the more time they spend on the field, the better. Like Stanton did not look good in his return um, in Detroit, but also like he hadn't been taking competitive at bats for 15 days. So, you know, the big thing to me is like, those guys are going to be streaky. They're probably going to have, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Judge had a, you know, two and a half week IL stint at some point, but like, they've just sort of been, and especially in the case of Santon, like almost non-factors over the last couple of years. So like, I don't really have a prediction for like what they're going to do offensively, but like, it Mm -hmm. does seem like they have a better system for keeping them on the field. And then that completely changes everything because Judge is so good with his, you know, with his at bats, he takes long at bats, he takes walks. And then Stanton, um, you know, he's a threat to murder a baseball at any freaking time. Even if the swing he took before his home run swing was like one of the worst swings on a slider you've ever seen. Then he just like demolishes mm-hmm. fastball and like, RIP that baseball. So um, it just, it just, they can, they don't even have to have like MVP level seasons in my mind for them to be really valuable. Um, they just need to, be in the lineup true they just need to be the guys they just need to be guys they don't have to be dudes they don't have to be the dudes they have to be they just have to be guys that's it that does make a lot of sense so the 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 Rays yankee series uh lindsay as you described it it does seem a little bit manufactured kind of in the kind of in recent years but in terms of the play that you've seen on the field how would you assess how this how this matchup how if you want to call it a rivalry how this rivalry has grown especially in the last two years adding on what happened in 2020 in the postseason that you know followed the regular season after it and the raising Yankees playing each other I mean I should say I think like the rivalry is real like the intensity obviously ratchet ratchet ratchets up but I just don't think we're seeing like deliberate like plunkings and, and the Yankees aren't really getting back at the Rays by beating them consistently. Um, I think it's been really interesting because I think it's like, it's easy for me to deal with the Yankees Red Sox rivalry, even if, even if the Red Sox aren't that great, because the fans will always, it's just like a pure hatred with the Rays. It's the Rays like irritate people to death. Like the Rays, it's like to a Yankees fan, like the Red Sox are like taking like a sledgehammer, whereas like the Rays are like taking like a screwdriver, like disassembling a human with like a scalpel and a screwdriver. Like it just, it gets at them. And I think the way the teams have been so sort of opposite over the last couple of years, like I said, like the Yankees just mostly being a high scoring poor pitching team and the Rays being a low scoring, great pitching team. Um, I think the Yankees have wound up playing the Rays game a lot, which hasn't worked for them. Um And it's just interesting to me to see, you know, like the Rays philosophy is obviously taken over baseball in a lot of ways, but you know, I, I see it with the Yankees too. Um, And I think it's, it's funny because so many of the like classic, like quirky Rays things are things they do because they have to do it. And then to me, it just like looks kind of weird when the Yankees adopt it. Um, It's like, you know, it's like wearing jeans that are stylish for people who are younger than me but I'm in my 30s um so I don't know it's it's an interesting matchup and I don't really like watching the games to be honest like I enjoy watching Yankees Red Sox games I don't enjoy watching Yankees Rays games in part because they're often so low scoring but also just because like it's just weirdly tense I'm like ooh, like if this guy like loses like 
a grip on his like two seamer is this gonna like start like an international debacle when it's like no actually he just didn't know where that baseball was going so it's just it's it's definitely a weird it's it's a unique viewing experience I don't feel like watching the Yankees against any other team for sure yeah that's how it actually feels being that's how it feels being a race fan just just uh in general chaos all the time (laughs) chaos follows wherever we go And it's just it's just a storm of un, like uncertainty, like whenever you play them. So it's like like some some guy from, from who didn't even get drafted can hit a home run off of you and like send your franchise home. I don't, I don't know. It, it just happens all the time. Like like these things. They're all just like lurking in the shadows. And then like I'm like, oh, shit, where did like where did this come from? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Fans are tweeting it. Like and they're like following the Yankees really closely. Oh, shit. Where did these people come from? Um, So it's. I don't know you get like the I don't know the Rays are so bizarre it is so, yes. like, how did they, um <laughs> yeah how do they even like exist it, it's no so one understands it I don't like is it like a fun fan experience is it like a bad like it, okay it's actually, fun it's question. like a roller coaster <laughs> okay so I grew up a Giants fan and various teams I think are very they're really nostalgic they're really sentimental they hold on to players mm-hmm. for a very long time so like the Giants are still rolling out like Buster Posey and Brandon Crawford. Meanwhile, I, I, I start covering the Yankees. I see the Rays all the time. They're like trading Blake Snell. They're like doing all these things. Like, how do you feel particularly about like trading Blake Snell? Like, how does that go? Oh, the, they're all oh, oh, it's great. When they happen. Their gut punches when they happen, of course. They're, there's always I'm like- I'm fine with the deal now. But yeah, it, it, is, it is one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's, you know what's going to happen at some point. Like after basically- in my opinion, after the Longo trade happened, I knew that there was no player that was safe. Okay. So after that, it was like, okay, this guy gets traded. He gets traded. It is what it is. Like we had him for a certain amount of years and he's gone now. But the thing that I think a lot of race fans do more than a lot of other fan base, and I could be dead wrong about it, is that we tend to look at the return a lot more in yeah. terms of what we get. And especially if it's a minor league guy, like we'll find out everything about their minor league career in like two seconds. And then we'll get extremely hype about it. Like yep. when, when, when they got Patino <laughs> it's, it's and extreme coping. Mia, it's extreme yeah, coping. It doesn't make any sense, but it's just what it is. But then it works out because those guys end up being studs for a team. Like, it, yeah, like because like, too. like, wait, what was that? It, like they, they, they play well for like two years and then they get traded. To... Yeah. It's like a cycle. <laughs> it's, it's it's a circle of 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 like how it keeps going it's kind of like a college sports team in a way where it's like you you know that a guy is gonna so i'm used to it uh i mean i mean all of us are obviously used to it um when it comes to supporting different college teams but i feel like it's kind of the same way in that where it's like you know a guy is going to leave eventually you just don't know when he's going to leave like if a guy is like in college basketball if a guy's a one and done you know he's a one and done at the start of the season so you're just kind of preparing for that and it is what it is when he leaves but if there's a four-year senior that's coming in you're kind of you know taking the ride with him and then once he leaves then you're sad but then you look to the next people that come in yeah it's for me for me i think it's that i think it's just i genuinely believe that it makes a lot of us that are like not just the ones who just watch the games like the casual fans but like the rest of us i feel like it really does make us smarter baseball fans in that we look at not only the baseball side but also the business side i mean i don't know like just for me i'm sitting here thinking like people get mad when i say it i'm like you know it might not be a bad idea for the race to trade glass now this offseason and i know that's terrible and he's my favorite player why'd you say that if they (laughs) they sell high like 
I'm, I wouldn't be mad if they got like some super studs back. I mean, who knows how long class he's injury prone because he's like super just tall and weird and throws really hard. Like I wouldn't be super mad if he has a great season, they trade him an off season, get some great pieces back and he's my favorite player. So that's like, that's my question. Cause like one of the things with the Yankees is like, okay, Aaron judge is, I mean, I don't know. Aaron judge is like 29 or so. So mm-hmm. he'll be like 30, 31 when he's a free agent or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he's been injured a lot. Like do the Yankees extend him? Blah, blah, blah. What do they do? And it's like, that's not really even a question in Rays. Yeah. And like the way you guys interact with like a favorite player is like, okay, well I can enjoy watching Glasnow now. And then he'll definitely be my favorite player if he gets like a good return. Um, and you're like extra appreciative of it, but it's just like, it's just such a different experience. And all I know is the idea of like people being attached to favorite players. So I just like the, the, the Rays fan mentality is just like built different. You guys are built, <laughs> built different. Built weird. Uh, we have to I, be. Weird, yeah. I, I wish you didn't have to feel this way is like my big thing, yeah. you know, like I wish you didn't have to feel this way, but like, I'm baffled, but I res- because I seem to have a bigger issue with it, with the way that like the Rays churn out, like the, the way they the treat way- us. You're mad at the way they treat us. <laughs> yes, yes, because I, I, assume you guys, I assume that you guys would feel a certain way, but like you guys have obviously like figured out your coping mechanism. So I'm sitting here being like, oh, I would be so mad, and you guys are like, look at this return. So well, I mean, it it would be one thing if it didn't work, but it does. So you can't even be mad, like. We're consistently turning out a good team every year. So, I mean, yeah, I can't like, be, like, that It's, so, it's it. so fun when, when we bring up the Archer trade. Like, that, that I feel like, is the one trade among other trades that Rays fans are like, yeah, this is the reason why it works. Because He they was got, my favorite player, too. They got Archer was my favorite when he got traded. an incredible return for a guy who ended up becoming a non-factor on the Pirates and kind of a non-factor on the Rays as of right now. But he has been injured, so. Actually, I think like the most the most recent trade that pre proves Lindsay's point the most that we we just like cope with everything is the recent trade of like Adamus. Willie Adamus and then we get we fire rising care. and and like and no no one cared no one cared. like we, he was a fan favorite too I mean, that, that well, 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 it's because they had Taylor Walls coming up, and they have yeah. and they have other guys in the minor league system that are like, I, the the fact of like what the Rays have, the amount of minor leaguers that they have right now, the amount of depth that they have in the organization, like people aren't even getting hype right now about Wander. If you're a Rays fan, to be honest, which is a weird statement to say because you have Vidal Bruhan that is that is coming up probably in front of him, and he's going to make his debut at some point, probably earlier than than Wander. You have Walls that just came up. And then you have other guys Wendell's that are tearing up. Like we're thinking, okay, like Wander should come up. Sure. But like, we don't have a place for him, honestly. Like, yeah, he can just like chill in the minors for like, until like, yeah, like he's September. good for now. Yeah. Which is yeah. an insane <laughs> thought to say, but that's how deep the Rays system is. It's just it's so crazy. weird. Cause like, I kind of like am of the belief that like most fans should not really know anything about their team's farm system. Like, it, it's such like a particular like player development is such like a particular thing like I have Yankees fans like asking me all the time like when is Jason Dominguez coming up and I'm like he's he's 17 18 years old he's never like, barely played in in any professional games like please chill out like if you know like if, if you know the name like there was someone who like 
asked me like so like they first assigned him to extended spring training and someone like asked me like what that was and I was like okay you know what like if you don't know what extended spring training is which is no judgment then you should not know the name of an 18 year old like I feel like it is so hard for fans to like understand player it's hard for me to understand it so like for the most part I'm like actually you guys should just like be surprised when prospects come up like it's it's just such like a it's just like such like a mental crazy thing and also the way the Yankees like hype up their prospects and then the whole thing but like (laughs) guys are like the actual like real like prospect experts and I'm like okay oh you guys have you guys have dealt with this enough that I'll like trust it um well like I didn't believe you when you said like you know we're excited about Taylor Walls I'm like don't you mean Wander Franco so I was thrilled (laughs) I was I was so excited for Taylor Walls. Oh yeah, we've been on that Taylor Walls hype train for. for He's so yeah. good. He's such a good defensive player. He's so good. Also, we just like making the memes with him. We have like a lot of wall memes and stuff. I don't the know. great wall, the great Taylor. Yeah. Wait, the great walls of Taylor. Is that one that I need to make? Fair. Yeah. But like, I mean, he won like Defensive Player of the Year like at least once, maybe more than once in the whole organization. So I mean, we were excited for him. So for me, the thing with Walls was if we did not have Wander Franco. We would have been super excited about Walls. I think he was the number seven prospect in our system or something. Like, if Wander Franco didn't exist, we would have been hey, wait, is super thrilled for I think so, probably. Is too. We would have been so, thrilled for Walls for a long time, so... I think sometimes about like covering the Yankees versus the Rays, like it's so different. Like the Yankees, it's like convenient because I can just like write about whoever because the fan, like fan base is so large, it's so rabid, they're really scary. So I can sort of do whatever. But like the Rays, like, I mean, and let's pretend that this is a time when I had clubhouse access, like the Rays are loose, the Rays are chill. They've got interesting people who are willing to like, it's easier to have a real conversation with them because there's not as much pressure. Um, now that I think about it, like covering a team for a fan base that knows so much about the farm system and prospect <laughs> development, like I I would really love to do a lot more like player development farm system stories covering the Yankees, but like just the major league side is just like already overwhelming. So yeah, sure. raise and having to keep an eye on the major league team and then also everyone who's coming up through the system, while you guys know so much, I would probably be very overwhelmed. It's, I mean- I guess you guys have to be a scary informed fan base. You guys have to. We like, have to. We'd fall apart. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, that's one of the like considering how much smaller the Rays fan base is than that uh, compared to other fan bases. I feel like the work that we do is kind of, in a sense is like the work of like a hundred fans or a thousand fans of like another fan base. So like we have to be uber informed about everything because there's there's only a finite group of us. It's it's just it's just a whole different vibe yeah with, it's like, with what's going on it's weird but just kind of is what it is it's a it's an intense like just coping me- mechanism because like like you know when blake snell gets traded you're like who the heck did we just get for blake snell why are we why are we training blake snell who are these guys like that's that's what all the tampa bay rays fans want to know so i mean like you you gotta like cope somehow so it's like who are we getting it's like we've been through yeah. this before. It, it, I mean, Alex is so right. It happened after Longo. Once Longo left, you know this team has no. They soul. they they won't. <laughs> I thought that he no was going to be a right they, for life. I honestly thought he was going to be a right for life. Are you enjoying seeing him play well in San Francisco this year? Then yes, actually, yes, actually. for sure. Have, he's killing it. He's on my fantasy team. <laughs> he's on he, my fantasy. He's having team. a good year. To kind of sum it up, I would just say that it's it's hard to be happy being a passive Rays fan. Like you have to, it's, you have to be actively invested in the team. <laughs> you have to okay, drink all the Kool-Aid. 
clarifying. I mean, it's just yeah. like, I'm happy that you guys have found a way to enjoy this. I'm still <laughs> a little bit upset on your behalf, but like. This sounds like an intervention. <laughs> Look, I have my coping mechanisms for all sorts of things. So like, even if I'm like, oh, sweetie, I don't know. That seems a little bit sad. Like, <laughs> sprinkle the raise with some money and save you from your misery. Like, I'm not one to talk. Like you do you. I'm glad you guys have figured it out. The college thing makes sense, but um, still it's, I would like to see you guys be able to like really be invested in. In Neander we trust. <laughs> so. There we go. Yeah, Eric is great. Um, I did want to ask about this series coming up. So we got a four gamer coming up. Um, some interesting pitching matchups. Lindsay, what are your, what are your thoughts coming into this series um, from the Yankees side of things? Mm, the Yankees offense, that just look completely lifeless against Ray's pitching. That's Hmm. Uh, it should be interesting. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's, to me, it's like the, the Rays, I think have seen the Yankees, you know, they saw them earlier in April when they were having truly like the worst weekend of their mm -hmm. franchise in a long time where fans were throwing things on the field. And it's like, um, the Rays to me seem just sort of like always so put together. Like, even if they're like zany, they're like, there's, there, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of drama usually. Yeah. So it always feels to me like in a Yankees Rays series, it's like the Yankees need to like figure out their whatever the hell is going on and then just um, try to try to not like beat themselves against the Rays. I, I think that's what the Yankees do a lot is they wind up beating themselves or they wind up striking out, um, which I think is pretty much what the Rays are designed to do to other teams, which is why they're so annoying. Um, yeah. It's... It'll be interesting. I mean, I think the Yankees will be fired up to do this, but at the end of the day, like the Rays are the Rays and they're playing extremely well right now. And that's very intimidating and everything about the way that the Rays approach things. It's, um, it's, it's not that it's like hard to predict or different necessarily. I mean, the Rays almost get too much credit for being zany. Um, they're just like ultra strategic. And, I'll give you that yeah. one. And it, it's um, if, if the Tigers dismantled the Yankees this weekend with admittedly AJ Hinch. So it's not like it's not like we're talking about like Stone Age Tigers of the couple of years ago. But like if the Tigers dismantled the Yankees this weekend, um, can the Yankees like hold firm against the against the freaking Rays that are designed to do surgery, basically? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I find it hard to believe that the Yankees are going to, you know, lose four more games consecutively so i mean they could very well sweep yeah. sweep with like two one wins who knows yeah i don't know I, I just feel like these teams even the rays when they were playing bad i remember we were like we need the yankees to come in again because that's when we wake up <laughs> i don't know yeah it's interesting and, that, and then that didn't work but then we woke up against the other new york team and that's when we it started <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it's gonna be weird to kind of see if 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 it's gonna be the opposite where where what Bree was talking about, where it's like the Rays wanted the Yankees to come in. I wonder if it's now gonna be maybe the Yankees want the Rays to come in and then they'll use that as 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 the juice that we talked about earlier to kind of you know the energy behind the team to get them uh, going forward. I think it's gonna be a really good series. I we've been gypped again of a cold glass now matchup, and I'm very sad about that. Uh, and it, I mean, so far we've been, what have we been gypped of? Uh, Glasnow Otani Gla uh, and Glasnow to Grom. Yeah. Just, yeah. just Wait, baseball yeah. hates they us. Don't, they don't want it. <laughs> it's 
Tyone versus Ridge Hill, Herman versus Glass now, Montgomery versus McClanahan, and Garrett Cole versus TBA. Will that TBA be Colin McHugh, do you think? McHugh for Fleming? It's it's probably going to be Yarbrough, but someone like McHugh could open. But Yarbrough is going to get bulk, most likely. Garrett versus McHugh, two two besties in a matinee. That's kind of cute. There you go. Lindsay, what's your opinion about the opener, by the way? Uh, I think the opener works if... I don't really have an opinion on the opener. I just have an opinion on the way the opener is used. Like, I think the Yankees using it game two last year, I feel that on paper that probably made a lot of sense. But if you don't get buy-in from the players, um, you're sort of destroying the marginal advantage. So I feel like anything, it's um, it's a strategy. It's a, it's a tactic. Like, in 15 years, it'll probably be no more weird than, like, you know, um, whatever – whatever they call whatever the blank squeeze play is called now like um sorry i'm not suicide squeeze you know like it's just like a part of the game um but i think the thing that the rays do really well is getting buy-in from their players to do weird things like McHugh's never been an opener but like he he enjoys like the routine of starting, but also he only has to throw a couple innings. So like it works. Um, so I, I think it's cool. I think it's maybe not great for the game. Um, I feel like it's not great for players in terms of arbitration and something needs to be settled for uh, compensation for like bulk guys or whatever. Um, I don't like the way that it can be manipulated that way, but like um, it, the way I feel about the opener is the way I feel like about a lot of things, you know, like the shift or whatever that I feel like are slowing down the game, making it a less compelling entertainment product. But at the end of the day, what you want your favorite baseball team to do is win. And so if going through the top of the lineup once with an opener and then going to a bulk guy makes you win the game, makes you win the world series, you're going to be fine with it. Um, it's just in the middle of June. It's a little bit like, come on, I want to watch someone go like seven innings. Um, so yeah it's it that's what that's what glass days are for (laughs) it works for the rays because they are very effective at getting guys to i I mean you if you go to the rays you know that you're going to do weird shit so yeah yeah or not at an advantage so that's true i just wonder i just wonder how well the rays do against openers when it's used against them which i don't think happens very they do the blue jays did it the yankees have done it a few times and usually it doesn't work for those other teams and i think that's them trying to match their competition instead of playing their game which like the yankees i feel like they don't need openers like the rays do it because they need it most of the time the yankees like it's just like you have to like like, I think what the what the Rays have done successfully with the opener is that, like, they've used so many of the same guys as the opener. Like, it becomes a role. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Yankees, like, have guys, like, parachute in to the opener role or whatever. So, like, and Davey Garcia out there. Davey's not used to starting a game, but also being able to really, like, let it eat because he's not throwing 100 pitches. Like, it's, it's not that crazy, but, like, it's just a little bit weird. But, like, if you know yeah. how to be an opener, you're going to have better success success but like that is also one thing that like bothers me is that it's like impossible to like look up statistics on the opener like or on, on using openers like i wish baseball yeah. writers would have some sort of like opener check box because i don't know like if i search like yankees versus guy who went like 2.1 innings is it because they lit him up or is it because he was an opener so yeah. um statistically it's kind of a pain in the ass i will say thank you Rays. thank you yet again <laughs> Tampa Bay welcome Ruining all your stat sheets since 1998. <laughs>
We should make that a shirt. Yeah, maybe. That would be a good shirt. I say a lot of things that should go on shirts, but I don't feel like we have enough people to buy said shirts. <laughs> but like, I feel like there's like a lot of things, you know, like Ray's fandom, the coping mechanism, kings yeah. of baseball. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. You can, find, you can find a small batch printer. Um, I feel like you guys have lots of good t-shirt material. Yeah. There yeah, there's a lot of good t-shirt material. Well, I was just going to ask about the Yankees, like starting pitching, how it's been going. Like, I know they seem to have been doing pretty well, but have they been like the only consistent part of the Yankees? I mean, yes. I mean, they've had a couple issues with their bullpen, but like for the most part, like their pitching staff overall, like they're winning games because of pitching and defense. Yeah, the Yankees have not much, had much like 10 run plus games. They've only had one 10 run game. And that was a very yeah um usually they they, they have a few games where they come out with some power and like really put out some scores they're just not having those beginnings but Mm -hmm. um so monday it's tyone tyone um he's been inconsistent but i could see him pitching well it's hard for me to really assess him like everyone Mm -hmm. jumps like second tommy john thing but he actually feels better physically now so i think it's sort of just like this guy hasn't pitched in a while so it's kind of hard for me to know what he's gonna give them on any given day because mostly it just kind of looks like rust domingo herman has been pitching very well um jordan montgomery has definitely sort of settled in for the season um, he owns us third <laughs> the season just in a bad mood um actually actually have really liked to see the Jordan Montgomery character development. I feel like he needed to get annoyed oh, yeah. off, and now he's really feeling. Um, and then Garrett on Thursday, who somehow knows how to just like carve up the Rays lineup, which yes. doesn't seem easy. Except yeah. for except for one who I think he's back, right? Right? It's gonna happen. He's gonna see his biological G-Man father. Yes. Oh, I do. I do have another question. <laughs> so Garrett in for two home runs to Troy. Then, yeah. and then. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Other than that, everyone will be it's, out. It's the one, it's one of many anomalies with the Rays is the fact that G-Man Choi owns Garrett Cole and we didn't understand it. All right, so like when he does his Zoom before his start, I'm going to just ask him why. Because I am I'm 95% sure that like if I ask Garrett to tell me from memory, like how to attack the Rays hitters one through nine, like he has that shit memorized. He's seen this team, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah. What's the deal with Choi? He can get everyone else out. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he spent a lot of time thinking about it. He can exploit everyone else's swings, but Choi just no. It's a no. I should ask him. I gotta. Ask I'd him be interested to hear that for sure. Yeah. I mean, would love to know the answer too. Um. Yeah. <laughs> that, would, that, would, that would be a fantastic question to ask. I also. I, I wanted to know how is um why is Kyle Higashioka in a in a slump right now? Why is he doing bad? <laughs> like what's wrong? <laughs> He's like my favorite player in the Yankees, and I don't know, he's not. <laughs> he's very not He would be a great Rays player, honestly. Um, oh my him. god, that's why I say every day. <laughs> we'll take him. <laughs> but we have Mike Zunino, so. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, it, like if Higgy turned out to be like a Zunino type, where it's like pitchers love him, he hits a home, he hits a timely home run every once in a while, like by high, like that's good, that's good shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's in a slump. I don't know why anyone's in a slump. I mean, Higgy's a streaky. Pitcher that's first after, so that's probably that's why he's in a slump. Um, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. One more for me is Davy Garcia. Is he gonna be for the like for the time being? Is he the guy filling Kluber's spot, or is that gonna kind of so, like 
be different people. I don't, I don't know what they're gonna do. Uh, Davy's got something like going on. His like yeah. mechanics or his delivery or something like he needs to be in AAA getting that shit hammered out. Like it's not fair to like have him come up and like need to for Corey Kluber. So like I don't know. Is it gonna be Mike King? They don't really have other options. Um, like they've turned Jonathan Loisaga into a re- into a very effective reliever. Like mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure because. They will need a fifth starter for Friday, that first game against the Red Sox after facing the race. And who knows? First Yankees Red Sox game of the year. And I have no idea who's starting for the Yankees. So TBD, I guess. Um, yeah, and they can't bring Davey back up for that unless there's an injury. So is that game is that game at Yankee Stadium or is that game at Fenway? Yankee Stadium. Are you so are you now because of everything being lifted, are you able to travel to different games or are you just staying at Yankee Stadium for the time being? I've just stayed at Yankee Stadium for the time being, but like I will be able to. It's just like while everything is on Zoom. No point. You know, like it's I, I didn't want to go to Detroit for the <laughs> to Detroit for a weekend and then watch the Yankees get swept while I talk to people yeah. on Zoom. I don't no know. One really I wants me like, to Detroit. My friends in here. Like I'm gonna stay in Brooklyn instead of going to Detroit. Um, so yeah. yeah, like there's like I'll be going to the Boston series for sure. Um there's a couple of those later in the year. I'll be going to Houston when they go. Um, That's going to be a fun series. Yeah. I'm kind of like picking in <laughs> Like as much as I like really enjoy watching this White Sox team, um, the Yankees are doing that like field of dreams thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're still doing that in Iowa. So I'm, I'm from Iowa. I've been to the field. I don't need to drive out there. Like so <laughs> probably just probably, you know, on that one um so yeah just it it'll be interesting to see how access goes and then picking some more of the higher leverage series i would say that's probably a good idea yeah i think that there's one more Rays series at the trough between the Rays and the yankees so that would be the only other series that i would think of that would be high i'll be there oh you'll be there gibby i'll be there (laughs) well that's good um so you do you guys have anything else I got nothing else. So, um, Lindsay, thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Uh, where can people find your your work at on social media uh, and uh, on The Athletic? Uh, yeah, if you go to theathletic.com slash Yankees, you'll find me somewhere on there. Um, my Twitter is at Lindsay Adler, L-A-N-D-S-E-Y. Um, I am around. I am online. I am talking about the Yankees constantly. I'm fascinated by the Rays, so I really appreciate you guys explaining the psychology of Rays fandom the inner amalgamations of my mind are in it yes Rays fans are welcome on my feed because I don't really understand you guys and I would love to so welcome (laughs) perfect open invitation (laughs) yeah definitely follow Lindsay um so Lindsay again thank you so much for coming on again everyone if you don't follow her make sure to follow her uh on Twitter if you're not subscribed to the athletic do it just the, the athletics fantastic subscribe to the athletic read Lindsay it's stuff like 99 cents right now right yeah read everyone's stuff in the athletic it's fantastic so go subscribe there um and again Lindsay thank you so much and for everyone listening stay tuned we're going to wrap this thing up on this newest episode of raise the roof and we're back to finish things up on this latest episode of raise the roof uh we are going to give our keys to this yankees race series we're going to quickly talk about some things that are happening around in the world of baseball Bree, i know that we didn't mention ryan yarborough during or we mentioned him but we didn't specifically talk in depth about him uh and you wanted to bring up something about yards so feel free 
connected. I just wanted to say that if you look at his line for the game against Philly, it doesn't look great because he went, you know, 4.1, gave up two runs, but he only gave up three hits. He is looking better and better each time he starts, in my opinion. Um, He's still not like to where you're, you know, confident running him out there as a starter every fifth day, but he, there is progress being made. And for the people, like, obviously you see his um, splits between him as a bolt guy and him as a starter, and they're very obvious. However, the Rays are using him as a starter more for a reason, whether that's because an adjustment was made or something they're seeing. We aren't privy to that information. So, you know, just they're using Ryan Yarbrough for a reason. He's getting better. Give it time. It'll all work out. I know I say that a lot, but I, a lot of people get mad when he's starting a game, and I don't think that should happen. That's all. No, I think that I think that needed to be said. Honestly, well, I think that he's I think that on. he's starting to turn the corner a little bit more. So I think it's actually it actually yeah. makes sense to say, hey, you know, yeah. he, he's, he's definitely the only way that weak contact. Though. Yeah, the only way to make progress is you know to change things. He's never gonna get to be a starter if we don't put him in that role sometimes. And I think he can pitch in that role. We've seen him do it before. And yeah, and it increases his trade value, one thing, and it increases his product productivity if we want to keep him. So, you know, we'll see. That's a nice important thing. Well, uh, let's quickly talk about our keys to the series. So, uh, who are we thinking? Or you know, what are what are we thinking? What are the what are the keys to your series for y'all? You just got to stay hot, and you know this this Yankees team. But as Lindsay said, they're kind of cold right now. But can 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 playing the race entice them enough to come out of there? A uh, little little funk they've been in. They're definitely starting better pitchers now because they, that that was the one thing they didn't really do against the Tigers. They're putting really shaky guys out there. They get swept. Um, that must do something to your confidence. Tigers aren't very good at baseball. So the key is we stay hot. Yankees stay cold. Rays win. That's all I'll say. That's a banger. Um, it's a banger. Banger. It is. Mic drop. Certified. <laughs> Certified I didn't mention USD any players. I didn't give them. I didn't give them any tips. They don't need tips. They're hot. You didn't. They're hot. <laughs> they don't need it. Keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> well, I'll give tips. <laughs> give tips. Go ahead. So you gonna give tips? The only like the Yankees have been pitching us really well, especially um, Cole. Obviously, I mean, duh. And Montgomery has been just very, very good against us. So whatever they need to do <laughs> to get those guys, I just find ways to win peace hits together because, you know, sometimes the home run derby thing isn't going to work with the Yankees because they can slug too. Um, so, you know, find ways to just get them over and get them in type thing. Um, and on the same note, keep Stanton and Judge in the ballpark. Um, Luke Voigt is on the injured list again. So we're going to not be seeing him. Kluber's out, so we're not seeing him. So um, it's a banged up team. It's a team that's down in the dumps right now and is looking to turn things around. So they're going to come out feisty, I think. Oh, they could just come out depressed. That's fine too. But, <laughs> you know, we, we are the better team right now. I don't think that's really a question. So keep it rolling. Yep. I am. Um, yeah, keep on keeping on. This Rays team has looked really good recently. Um, obviously, the Yankees are a tough opponent. And the Rays have had the Yankees number recently. The Yankees looked looked good in the last series that they played. Took two out of three at the trough, which is something that's very unlike the Yankees in recent years, at least in the last decade. So, yeah, just they the Rays need to keep just doing what they've been doing at the level that they've been doing it for the past two and a half weeks is, I think, my biggest thing. And I know that sounds stupid because, like, 
I mean, it's not, you know, this might be lightning in a bottle and they might go on a, you know, they might go in a funk soon, but things have been working for them. So as long as they're just doing what they've been doing and playing baseball at a high level and winning games, then it's going to work for the Rays. Yeah. And the Yankees, I'm not sure how far back they are now, three and a half, four and a half. Let me check. They are four and a half back. So even if the Rays get swept by the Yankees in this series, we're still going to be up on the Yankees by half a game. So keep that in mind and then they have to play the red Sox. yeah so 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 it's gonna it's gonna be the you know the two the two guys behind is kind of fighting fighting it out so at least somebody's gonna be going back yeah this week is gonna shake some things out a little bit definitely that 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 race will definitely kind of like spread itself out a little bit more i think Mm -hmm. i do too um because it's it's the closest it's one of the closest races other than like the nl west which is going absolutely absolutely crazy um or is it NL East that's has, like they're all tied? It, it is NL East where they have like each of them have like 25 wins and like 20 losses or something. Or something <laughs> yeah, crazy. that division is a mess. Yeah, that, that's a mess. But yeah, AL East, one of the has like three Titans in the game right now in, in one division. So it's going to it's going to be interesting to see that. You could argue the Blue Jays are going to be oh, there. I think second half Blue Jays are yeah. going to be very scary. Yeah, I, everyone under I, t- I tell them when they get back to that stadium, they're going to be hyped. Like all those fans going to be hyped. Vlad's gonna be hype. Bobby's They're gonna get Springer. The Springer's played four get games. Right. Vlad is the wagon. Vlad wag. Vlad wag. <laughs> can can his nickname just be the wagon from now on? It is. That's what yeah. I call him. Yeah, the wagon. Ye old ye old absolute unit, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Also, just quick rest in peace to the Baltimore Orioles who have lost thirteen in a row. Oh my! Sorry, guys. Hey, remember how Opposite I was like, "Oh thing. yeah, the Orioles are gonna be a good team." Yeah, forget what I said. That's not right. Feel bad. Bring up Adley. That's, That's what I was just about to say. Bring up Adley. You bring up everyone. Thought, bring I up. You bring said up. They'd be a good team in the next few years. Not bring like up. They'd be a good team well, now. I mean, I think they they're going to win good. like seventy-five games this year, and I don't think that's going to happen. They could. Oh. Not, bring yeah. up bring bring up DL Hall, bring up bring up Heston Kerstad, just bring up everyone. I don't even care if Kerstad was picked in the draft last year, second overall. Just bring him up. Who cares? <laughs> no holds bar. <laughs> Straight to the top. Uh let's go over so quick major league baseball news before we wrap this thing up. Tatis, Fernando Tatis Jr. did something cool. You know, what was it? Game time home run against Houston at about four fifty. What's new? Yeah, it's because it's Tatis. I, I believe it yeah, I believe there were like two outs. And it happened because of a dropped foul foul ball. So unfortunate scene for the Astros. Wow! Imagine imagine uh, dropping a foul ball and then getting paid and then getting punished for it. Uh-huh, Alec Boom. Uh-huh. Tatis no, is gonna. the face of the game. Was it the uh, the Giants just beat uh, just took th- three out of four from the Dodgers in L.A. Ooh, I that was big. Uh, uh, what well, well, I, I think the biggest surprise this season. Honestly, they have been Pujols. I'm so happy for robbed. them. I'm, I saw I'm, a Dodger fan on Twitter saying, can you please take Yoshi back? So turns out he's not doing better over there. He is not. He is not. He has like a 130 average. Yeah, it's like so three hits sorry. in 24 play times. I feel bad for I, I really yeah. do feel bad for Yoshi. I hate to see that, honestly. He, he got put in a terrible situation. Yeah. I think the only, the only news that I have, if you guys have anything else, um, was the report that we got about uh, Braves outfielder Marcelo Zuna, who – what was it? Um, he got arrested for domestic battery, among other things, and 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 assault. Yes. Yep. Uh, so what? And yeah. Uh, the the accounts are very very frightening and terrible. This is not a good look for Ozuna okay. and for the Braves. So can the Braves get out of that contract if he's like convicted? Like, is there a way? 
Like how's are they I screwed? feel like I feel I like there's got to be a clause be in there. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. because of the situation, I feel like there's got to be a clause in there where they say like is he like like is he probable to serve jail time if it if it you know if he and you know if everything ends up happening as it happens if he's Uh, convicted he's gonna be in there for yeah and like the people i think the witnesses were like cops themselves yeah the cops themselves saw it so it's not yeah yeah so it's it's not uh, looking good for him like i don't know how any sane and rational person can think like that well i I don't know the situation he's probably not sane or rational so yeah you know it, may, it makes sense yeah. but it's still a terrible Apparently, situation their relationship has been a bit rocky for a while now there have other been other reports but that's well that sucks that's not our business that, so. that is not our business we'll, we'll end on a positive note though quickly talking about the Rays minor league system they're incredible yeah wonder hasn't didn't <laughs> wonder have like some crazy stat where like in his last 24 at bats he hadn't struck out I don't know. He's like, batting freak he, of I, nature. He's regressed this year, guys. He's only batting 284. Oh he's, no! He's Shocked. regressing. Send him back <laughs> down to double A. <laughs> below 300. Send him below, down. below 300 for his first time in his career. Send him down. Send him down. Bust. He's bust. a bust. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Vidal's looked really good. Uh, Padlo's looked really good down there. Strotman's looked really good. Um, They're destroying I mean, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp currently that's a great name so long shrimp (laughs) (laughs) that that video kills me every time the rays just have i mean they're just stacked facts it's such a good system Uh, the team has already changed so much i love it that is true i do have to say oh wait sorry 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 gibby i I cut you off i I can't i can't wait for the for the mid-season break to see how it even changes more and then by the end of the year what it looks like it's gonna be wild wander could be on the team he probably i don't think he will be he might be i don't know who knows we'll, we'll, we'll see i want to say quick quick f's in the chat for florida softball by just absolutely botching it against georgia i'm sorry yeah, yeah, wow you beat us and then you go and do that our our whole that was not sports, a good look <laughs> that was that we good. have been choking in every <laughs> sport this year i kid you not every single one like we'll get somewhere that's like kind of cool and then we'll just completely choke. It's so. funny that's, how it's funny how when the Florida guy threw the shoe, that's like an actual physical embodiment of of, of how Florida sports no, yeah. have gone. Yeah, this season, like our gymnastics team was number one in the nation. They just like choked in the final, and then freaking baseball, unanimous number one across the board preseason. That hasn't panned out. I mean, they're still very good, but you know, it's. I will say, shout out to Maryland who had their best season ever in big, uh, like in big 10 play finished second in the big 10. Uh, I think they won like, they won like eight straight series to end the season, like somewhere like, like 20 out of 24 game, like, like some ridiculous stat. And they're probably going to make the NCAA tournament for the first time in four years, which is like, which is like the, I think they've only made like six NCAA tournaments in their entire program history. So I'm hype. Like this is gonna be lit. Is They're USF so gonna make it? Do we think, yeah, I think USF, USF should make it? Right? Yeah, USF yeah, won, yeah, so yeah. Because yeah, all because three of us are U- gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll, be, it'll USF, be so much fun. Yeah, because USF beat um, oh, yeah. UCF. USF is automatic. They automatically get in. Perfect. It'll be a good time. It will be. Trash UCF. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're a UCF fan and you're listening this, this late, but if you are, like, what are you doing? F's, F's <laughs> in the chat. F's in the chat for UCF. The the F is the F is included. 
they have to do like the U and then the C and then they have to keep going. They have to point. You have to point. C. U C F. Jab the person to your left. No, you see the F because they failed. Oh yeah, fail. That's another UCL. one. UCL, whatever, whatever works is whatever works. But I think that's pretty much everything that we have. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thanks so much again to Lindsay Adler for coming on and speaking with us. She's fantastic. If you guys haven't followed her, make sure to follow her work in The Athletic and on social media. As for us, you guys already know where we are. Social media, Raise the Roof TV. Our YouTube channel, Raise the Roof. And our website, RaiseTheRoofTV.com. For this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to leave us a review. Make sure to share it with your friends. We did want to shout out one person on our email. If you guys haven't emailed us, RaiseTheRoofTV at gmail.com. We'll make sure to to respond back to any of your emails that you guys sent us. Dan Draper. It was Ooh. something about... Thank uh, you, Dan. He, he's from Australia. Um, he was um, sent us a, a document about... And hopefully we'll put it up on the website soon, but it was a document talking about how the race have helped out his mental health struggles. So kind of in the same way of what, wow, of what happened with that's Hannah. Awesome. So, that's uh, awesome. So shout out to you, Dan. Cool. We'll make sure to get that up on the site yes. soon. Hopefully. Thank um, you, Dan. Seriously. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks. So guys, please make sure to email us. Like, like we do respond to emails and we like getting emails and, and feedback from you guys. Like, that's why we're here. We like hearing from you guys. You know, we want to make this as, as personable and as, you know, back and forthable as possible, which is not a word, but that's fine. So from all of us, thanks for listening as always raise up, raise up baby.